Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Virginia Hunting Bros podcast, where we don't do anything very regularly. <laughs> How you doing, Lowell? Oh, uh, you're gonna you're gonna run with that intro? Why not? <laughs> okay. Well it's true, so two weird people doing a weird podcast. Might as well have a weird opening. I guess. Whoops, this chair about fell apart. Uh so, I guess uh, the main thing we're going to talk about is our 2020 season. I guess. We talked to a number of times about doing this in the season, yeah. and uh, we procrastinated and never got it done. And one of the main reasons we've talked about doing this was so that we can go back and listen to these things when, in the future when we forget everything. Yeah, and, in 100 uh, years. Learn from them and remember them and so forth so yep i'm looking to see when we did the last one and i don't it doesn't say when it was but we did five episodes previously we've talked about doing this more regularly and uh yeah maybe we will, maybe will we and will. maybe we won't <laughs> but here we are today uh what late january yeah after the season so why don't we talk about deer season in particular i mean yeah it was it came and went it and came and it went it was fun and, and it will come again we miss it yeah so forth. yeah so uh, maybe if we kind of early bow season yeah yeah uh you started off hunting quite a bit uh in october seemed like i can get out quite as much as you but maybe that's just me yeah sorry about that i think it was <laughs> you were playing strawberries or something and probably Kind of involved with my real involved job. there for a week or two but i do season. remember we um we were running trail cameras fairly regularly uh, doing some scouting i did some of that just for fun put you on a deer once you messed when, it up when was that that one over there on that feed tree down there what back behind oh that one yeah yeah and no, i didn't mess that one up okay. the deer did okay <laughs> uh, anyway it, it happened yeah i had several close encounters with does in the early trying, season yeah me too actually uh, i didn't get out as much but i remember being had having you know stuff close yeah neither one of us killed a deer in the early season didn't like neither two of us killed or, one with a bow Right. Two yeah. or three uh, times you got busted, just random weird stuff happened. Yeah, at least it that's what it seemed like, like. Back over here, down yep, there. Yep. Well, uh, this over here was just the thermals were doing differently yeah. than I thought they were supposed to. Yeah. It seemed like you saw another deer too early in this season. Yeah. We're, I mean, in some ways it, it felt good. We were getting on deer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was I was a full draw. Like I remember, see once, twice, at least two or three times, and just yeah, just didn't I'm not come. quite remembering the details, but yeah, like I saw yeah. a deer down here. All right, I'm I'm being very vague with how I, I don't want to give <laughs> on away our my, private give, land. give away our spots <laughs> on our private land. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, this was our first uh, season hunting with saddles. Yeah, that was so that was we were learning different. about that pretty much throughout the entire season. Yeah, I don't know that it really costs us a cost us deer, um, 
but it definitely was a learning curve. At least one of mine, I uh, blame on that. Okay. The, oh, the your podium, the squeaking your, platform. Uh, your cheap platform. Kind of Where was that one at? The squeaky over one. behind. You remember that morning that we were back there and you walked through, and then two deer tried to run over us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. back in there. Oh, back in that spot. <laughs> Uh, it is a little weird to talk vaguely about private land, but yeah, yeah. Well, some of the shared permission land, you can never be too careful with that. Yeah, and we're pretty mm-hmm. sure some of it gets more pressure than public <laughs> land. And some of it, I don't want. Some of it, some of the things I can't tell you even. Okay. <laughs> where I see the pickles. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it was. Um, so that was pretty much bow season. Bow season, yeah. Um, I did. So I tried to um, make a point to scout more, drive. Like if I didn't have time to hunt, I tried to drive fields. Uh, just uh, even for does, I mean, I don't know. It's just interesting. I think deer, especially in October, can be fairly patternable. That's one of the things, the takeaways I think I learned this year. And so if if I saw a deer in a certain corner and I was after a doe. Then, you know, go back in there the next night. I mean, use the most recent until running cameras, you know, like that spot down there. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah. Where they busted you, you know. Yeah. We had cameras there. Does were coming in and, you know, you popped in there. Yeah, it was under It was hot right then and then the camera went dead. And so I think, so, yeah, going back to, you know, talking about that. Um, one evening, I just happened to have a few minutes before light ended, and I was with my family, but we drove in a place where you can drive in a lane. It's pretty decent in our minivan. Yeah. And I saw a good buck. This would have been like the second day of the season. And it was that early? Yeah. Okay. It was a kind of a cold front came through. It was a cool evening. I saw a really nice deer on a field edge, like, just right at, I mean, it would have still been shooting light. I didn't get a really good look at him because I couldn't get him quite in my binoculars yeah. through the van. But um, but it was a pretty nice deer. So I immediately went back in there the next the night. The next night, yeah. Never saw him. Yeah. Um, but that's one of my regrets. I wish I would have targeted that area, put up some cameras, or... Yeah, hunted, kind of stage hunted back in there. I feel like what I found out several weeks later when I actually did go back into that area was there was a lot of rubs in there. I think we might could have killed that deer early season if we would have been a little more aggressive. But we weren't and we didn't. (laughs) Well, just the way the season was going, we kind of ended up thinking aggressive is probably a good thing. We had tons of hunting pressure on the one particular yeah that was especially land muzzleloader season which is first part of november yeah yeah what i'm saying is if we'd been a little more aggressive during the season yeah yeah could have got out in front of it so things that we're thinking about for this coming year which we always say that and in our line of work it's just really hard to hunt a lot in november because we're you mean october yeah because we're busy all the time yeah yeah and including the weekends Yep. Well, so bow season came and went, and then it was muzzleloader season, and it came and went, 
Yeah. And something had changed. <laughs> what had changed? Well, that's when you did yeah. your little thing. Okay. Wasn't it? So yeah, I shot a really nice buck on the. I think it was on the second of November. Yeah. Um, it was on a piece of property we used to hunt, and then couldn't for a long time, and then just recently got access to it again. Yeah. Yeah. Borders our our farm. Uh, it's we've always felt like deer hung out there uh, more so than they often did on our land and we would try to pull them up across and it sometimes worked with a food plot yeah Yeah. but we're right on the line that just never seemed it seemed very difficult to get them out in daylight the main feature is a kind of a i don't know three four hundred yard long creek bottom uh used to be a cow pasture was quite wide open and then cows left and it got got very very thick and it got logged partially yeah so it's just a great bedding area super thick thick. at least some of it yeah Yeah. a lot of it is so yeah that's it's uh so i went in there the middle probably the 20th something of october uh, it was supposed, it was kind of a rainy afternoon. I wanted to be, so we, we know that we have this thick area yeah. and we want to kind of be aggressive, but not be overly aggressive because it is close to home and we can slip out there. Yeah. So the I went in with the wind, uh, out of a certain direction and it was kind of light, misty rain. And actually I, I hunted one evening. I was probably more aggressive than I normally would have been. I went in and I hung a camera that evening. And then um, probably maybe a week or so later, I went back and scouted and uh, hung another camera. And I think I checked the card off that first camera I had hung. Both of these places were kind of on the edge of the thick stuff. Yeah. But uh, where stuff were, it was close enough we felt like deer would move in daylight. Yeah. Found scrapes at both spots both fringes and it kind of seemed like deer hubs so to speak uh so yeah then I, we we yeah at some point we checked camera pictures yeah i'm not sure if it would have been sunday and then you you end up shooting that on monday? monday or tuesday i think it might have been whoops yeah that or the, or the week before maybe so basically we had one middle of the night picture of this buck that I ended up shooting uh that that night uh a couple things i was able to hunt uh monday evening and and uh it was a cold front um you sure it wasn't tuesday evening because remember we tuesday. had just made the call not to go to missouri and i feel like but tuesday. we made that on well we weren't quite sure okay that was sunday we were talking about leaving Sunday. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember the perfect timeline. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But. That was part of this whole equation. We had planned to make our, uh, is it an annual trip? Well, it's not now because we skipped a year. It had been an annual trip to Missouri Yeah. Uh, during the first part of November. It's just an awesome trip. We love it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Archery hunting out there on public land. It's a lot of fun. And... Our grandpa was not doing well, and uh, in fact, he ended up dying 
the day what, after uh, November fourth, fifth, sixth, somewhere through there. Yeah, I can't remember. It's a couple of days later. So because of he wasn't doing well, and it's fifteen hours to Missouri, and didn't know about funeral plans yeah. and and all this stuff, and uh, it's just anyway, some things are more important than deer hunting. We ended up we were unsure whether we should go or shouldn't go, and um, that was you know we were kind of in limbo for a while. Part of the reason I think um, I was as aggressive as we, I was when hunting that thick stuff was because I figured we'd be gone <laughs> the first week of November when when that would probably be really good. So I thought, well, we probably don't have a lot to lose. Dive in there, and then I could be gone a while, let it cool let down. Let it cool down, yeah. yeah. So I probably was a little bit more aggressive than I normally would have been. Which turned out to be the right move. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, that that evening I, I I got out a couple hours before dark. I went in with my saddle to basically the place I one of the places I'd hung that camera. It was not the scrape that we got the picture of the big buck on, but it's kind of the other end of the gully. Yeah, it just felt good. The wind was, it was. I think thermals could have messed me up if it had been a light wind evening i'm afraid they would have spun in that bottom and it was fairly windy down. wasn't it it was pretty strong yeah. consistent wind uh out of the northwest um he had does move pretty early and i was thinking about not shooting does just because of the time of the year and i also wasn't quite sure at that point what our plans were yet about traveling yeah. Missouri and all this stuff and just cleaning a deer, working it up. Anyway, one of the reasons we have permission to hunt this farm is um, to manage does. And so I thought, well, eh, probably should shoot a doe if that's one of the reasons we're here. Yeah. So I went on and shot one of the bigger does of the group. And she dropped. It was a Monday that you shot the deer. Okay. Sure enough, yeah. She dropped. Yeah, actually it was the day before election day. happened. Yeah, it's that. starting to come back to me now. Uh, so I was happy about that. Um, pretty much I was planning to go somewhere with my family that night. And so I knew that was going to start a wrench in my plans, but it's hard not to be uh, at least a little happy when you shoot a deer. Yeah. So you were, I think you texted me and dad were out hunting, right? Yeah. We were all hunting. You texted almost immediately. Yeah. Something about shooting a doe or a doe down or something. Y'all, think, did, y'all heard me shoot. I think Dan maybe did. Yeah, he was a little closer. Anyway, um, not too long after that, uh, like another, a little buck came through chasing the doe. It just felt like one of those evenings, man, deer were moving. And so I knew anything could happen. So obviously I reloaded and I thought, well, I'll just stay put because uh, it felt like a good spot. And sure enough, um, maybe 20 minutes before dark... That would sound about 25 right. minutes before yeah. dark. Um, I caught a flash of antlers, uh, a buck coming, uh, kind of quartering down the hill toward. He was heading right for a scrape. I was set up about 30 yards from the scrape. So did he come from your back left? He would have come from up where the lane was. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. I was thinking somehow he came out of the thick stuff, but he was coming from... No, he was coming from back towards the thick up stuff. the gully, which is where some of the does had went earlier. Okay, But yeah. the interesting thing was it was a northwest wind, or a southwest. 
southwest wind. Yeah, so he was quartering southwest. into the wind, which would have been on kind of the downwind side of that, all that bedding here, which I yeah, thought was yeah. pretty interesting, huh. heading right in for the scrape. Yeah. So it kind of it made sense from his point of view. He had the wind. He he was basically scent checking. I think he was paralleling the trails where those does filtered yeah. up through earlier. Huh. And plus going into the scrape, the wind was working for him. So he'd probably stayed but it on was, the north side of the thick stuff. It was just well, I think he was going to go down that down into the draw. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. But he could have scent checked that whole area yeah, running down yeah. through there. <laughs> and it just so happened it was quartered enough that it was fine for me, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of an interesting situation, one yeah. that I think about sometimes. Like, I think we should try to... Well, wind, as long as it's off of where they're at just a little bit. Yeah. Heard a podcast the other day. It's called The Killing Wind, where you're giving them the wind... It's it's working for them, but it's you're just enough off yeah, that it's, yeah. it's working for you too. So yeah, he came in. Or you could just wear a scent block and forget about the wind. I guess <laughs> he came in, John Eberhard. If you're listening, I really do apologize. For my <laughs> I'm brother. sorry, I'm just sarcastic <laughs> in nature. Uh, he, I was trying to get a shot. I was moving through thick stuff. And I could not pick him up in my scope. And I just have a fairly cheap scope on my, my muzzleloader. And I was like, oh, it's very frustrating. I was panicking because yeah. I couldn't pick him up. And finally I realized, he dummy, <laughs> I had my scope turned up to nine because I was I was trying to look at the doe that I shot previously just to, just make, to sure make sure she was, was down. totally yeah. down and, and done. And so I cranked that back down, and I was able to pick him up. And I, he he was moving through pretty quick. He went to the scrape. He was working the scrape. And I knew if he got just past the scrape, I couldn't get a shot. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he actually one time reared up at the scrape, working the licking branches. So really cool. Uh, just kind of. I think we got a picture of that, didn't we? Or was uh, it? I don't think he was off the ground, maybe. Maybe he was coming down. I we don't remember. We got some pictures of him right We now, ended up with a burst then, right after I shot. We yeah. got a couple of trail camera pictures. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It was. And anyway, yeah, it's kind of center on the deer. It was 30 yards shot. Uh, smoke. He disappeared. And I couldn't, I heard just a little something maybe, and then I couldn't hear anything at yeah. all. Yeah. And the doe I shot previously had dropped. And so I was kind of thinking, well, he should have dropped too. You know, yeah. it was close and didn't see any sign of him. And so I started freaking out a little bit. Like, I just missed him. I knew he was big, but I didn't know how big. But I knew yeah. it was very nice. Got down quickly because Dad last year had a deer that he shot with a muzzle loader that actually. That's really, right. He knocked it down for a little bit and it actually got up and. and went off <laughs> we never found it so that was fresh in my mind so I yeah. thought, well, maybe i better get over there just in case so i started easing that way and i heard a deer snort from the thick stuff and then my heart really sank i'm like you goon i missed him <laughs> and uh, how could you miss him he was so close and then i ease up and i think i texted you i think i texted, texted you and dad, and dad. like i missed a big buck i'm so sick or something like that Anyway, because I if was. If you hold on a minute, 
Uh, I thought I might could find it. Anyway, I really was sick because I really yeah. thought I had I had missed a really nice buck, and that just doesn't happen. I mean, yeah, it does happen. I miss deer, but I don't get many opportunities at really nice bucks, and so that's what made me sick. Dun, 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 dun. You want me to say dun, 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 a bunch? Yeah. Um... Yeah, so 453, you said, passed a bunch of does until my finger got too itchy. I think I just hit a little buck chase with another one by. They're moving. Guess I'll need the truck at some point. I reloaded. <laughs> <laughs> and then I texted and said, oh, by the way, bear season is not in. Okay. Um, and then you said, just be. missed a big one. I'm so sick at 523 p.m. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, how do you know you missed? And then you texted at 524 and said, no, he's laying here. Oh, my word. <laughs> uh, and then a little bit later, you said, man, he's the biggest one I've ever shot, wide and heavy. And Dad said, I eased out. Where are you at, lol? Yeah, so, yeah, that was a funny. Well, I had also texted my wife, too, told her the same thing, and she didn't, she didn't see it. And then I called her. Because I saw it, and I'm like, I didn't miss him. He's here. He's big. And then I said, I'm gonna quick, I'm gonna quick get off because I'm gonna walk up to him, make sure I'm yeah. gonna be able to shoot him. We have I'm... a picture of you on the phone as you were walking down yeah. through there. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> and I want to make sure I could shoot. And then I, I FaceTime or uh, yeah, video called him, and they could see it later. Yeah. And yeah. They were like super excited <laughs> too. Uh, so yeah, just. Um, it's just nice I mean, when a plan know. accidentally comes together. I like guess, that. yeah. No, we we did some things right, um, but we, there was some fortune in it too. Sure, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It was a, I mean, a, a good area. Yeah. Um, I think this year hunting, I'm gonna. I already have found a few spots like this, but I'm thinking, you know, thickets, really thick stuff with big primary scrapes end of october maybe the first few days of november is something i'm really going to be thinking about yeah and uh yeah it's a little like like you said earlier most years we've gone or the last couple of years we've gone out to missouri so that first part of missouri we're missouri november we're not around here so the whole scrape thing um I guess late October is our main play around here. If we're yeah, and often we're getting ready to go and stuff, so it's really hard to to anyway. It's, it's just, just hard nice. in October. <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's it's hard to give things the the uh, time that we wish we could at that yeah time yeah. of the year. That's just but I really is. think cold fronts being more aggressive than we maybe have been used to being and we've talked in november get the wind and the thermals right we've talked about windier evenings yeah or windier days maybe being a benefit for us we i don't know how many times this year i went hunting and i'm expecting the wind to do one thing even knowing that thermals could affect it yeah and then it goes exactly the opposite we're trying to learn about thermals that's a kind of a new concept for us yeah. we were learning about them over the last few years and yeah they're weird they are weird 
And oh, I mean, around here, right here where we hunt around our farm, not a lot of crazy terrain. So I don't know that they do quite everything we assume they would do. Yeah. Another place we hunt, it is at least some spots on there very thick. I mean, thick, steep terrain. Very steep, yeah. Uh, river bottom stuff, but really bluffy. And they do all sorts of funky things down there yeah. that yeah. we need to keep learning about. Yeah. But I also think I went into a spot or two this year that I really think, like I used to not think I could go into certain places in the mornings. And now I'm thinking, you know what? I think I can because of the thermals. Yeah. And I, I'm excited to try a few, few spots. Yeah. In October. Maybe. Maybe. And I just think, man, you can learn a lot from cameras. I know that some people rely on them too much and they can kind of be probably a mixed bag. But just leaving a camera in an area and want, and letting it soak, um, I don't know. I'm excited about using cameras a little bit more and using them. Putting them on scrapes was something we, um, we've done that in the past, but seems like sometimes in the past we just kind of throw them on a trail and a field edge or something. Yeah, but a scrape seems to be obviously a magnet that pulls them in and you can get a little yeah, more feel I just from think, deer. Yeah, and I just think you can learn a lot, especially if, you know, maybe even not for this year, but I still think they're fairly helpful even for, like, if you get a picture, get back in there. Yeah, know, It's yeah. the most recent information you have. Yeah. Um, but I think... Even just, but then for the for the following year, you know, they can be a really great learning yeah. tool. Yeah, yeah. And we just fell into the uh, abyss of the cell camera. It's not an abyss. Okay, it's a whatever. Tool. Yeah, it's a tool. <laughs> but I'm really curious to kind of monitor that and yeah. see just deer movement in general. Like, will Throughout it the go, middle of the year. Will yeah. it? Well, unless we cancel our Will it go crazy for, um, for cold fronts in yeah. October? You know, if you're running a few of them, you might kind of get a feel for a better feel, real-time feel for what your deer are doing. Yeah. Our bucks up cruising late mornings. and Anyway, that was another thing I did a lot. So I didn't, I didn't kill another deer the rest of the season. True. Took, you uh, killed two that one night. Uh, kept hunting. Yeah. And uh, had a couple encounters or near encounters. You could have shot a few does at least. Right? Heard a fight one morning. Um, yeah. Passed a few probably. You um, heard that fight that morning and then we went spotlighting that night, right? Yeah, which is legal to do in Virginia. Yeah. And, and we uh, saw a really saw good deer locked down with a doe basically. Which another. we think it was that. Nice when you positive saw because at the beginning of bow season, the night you and your family were right. in. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, uh, I, I just think most recent information, uh, get in places. Uh, yeah. I should have been, well, I guess we were fairly close to where that fight was that evening. I took Dawson out, actually. Yeah. And, um. Which, looking back, I almost wonder if I should have went on the other side of the lane, but... I sent you I down. That's right. You hunted You kind of walked towards where I ended up being. 
Huh. I think. I forgot you were back in there. And then there was that other hunting pressure back in there or somewhere. The other J.U. Yeah. Wait, listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So talking about um, the most current information, we can just quickly talk about what happened for me at the end of the season. Yeah. Then uh, yeah. we're getting kind of long in the tooth on this episode. That's right. I guess we're making up for a year so. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so towards what was it the towards the end of December we were hunting another place we have access to and uh, we we're kind of, you're doing a bunch of like walking through areas and trying to push deer wind bumps wind bumps whatever one man drives yeah uh, towards the end of the season and scouting. Yeah, I, I I kind of that's why I like going through the thick stuff because I can scout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you popped out a little before the end of shooting light, mm-hmm. and I was out already. So I went and looked down a couple field edges, and so ended up seeing a pretty nice buck, um, but I couldn't get a shot. And then shooting light was over. So mm-hmm. uh, that was a Saturday night. And the next Monday evening, I think I was in there. Yeah, you were. He didn't show up. Yeah, he didn't show up the first night. Then Was it kind of warm that night maybe or something? Yeah, I think the whole week was a little warm. The whole season was warm. Yeah. In a lot of it. Global warming. Uh, Tuesday night he showed up, but it was two or three minutes after uh, shooting light ended. Right. And then... Uh, was it Wednesday night that, uh, yeah, you shot him shot Wednesday him. night. Yeah. And so, then, yeah, I don't know. It's your just, story. There's not much more than that, but he was, it was the same spot. Yeah. Yeah. And a friend of there's ours a number had, of other had trail cameras with or a trail camera yeah. right actually in the corner where you ended up shooting him. We didn't know that at the time. <laughs> yeah. But he was out. I think he was Did out. Did he get us that, on the camera? I wonder. I don't know. He, he never mentioned that. <laughs> like, no, nah, it might have been up far enough he didn't. But he was out that Sunday night at least. Yeah. So you're talking, you know, very consistent. Yeah. Um, just on a pattern. Yeah, yeah. And I just, yeah, so some of my takeaways for the season, that was really cool. It was a really nice deer. Yeah, I was quite happy with him. Yeah. I like deer that I can shoot, and they drop where they're supposed yeah. to. You shot another doe um, <laughs> uh, earlier in a couple the, weeks before that. Yeah, yeah. middle of Dad December. shot a couple. Larian shot a couple. I mean, we had plenty of meat. Yeah, I think. Yeah, though we could have killed more. Should have killed more. <laughs> Want to still have more. more freezer space? Yeah. So yeah, just my takeaways: scout, scout, scout. Scouting is fun anyway, so I've already been doing that. I, I have all these places, these thick places, overlooked places I want to go. I've been through a lot of them already, and I want to hit a few more. Um, I hunted a lot of, a lot more mornings this year than I normally do. And I Not honest, fewer than I ever have, I, I think. honestly <laughs> think that mornings in november are really really good yeah and i think it's a golden opportunity that i've not capitalized on and i want to i want to do better in that area <laughs> uh yeah i just think that cruising 
uh, just hearing a lot of stuff on podcasts that for cruising deer mornings or, and of course I killed my, my buck in the evening, but yeah, uh, cruising deer mornings, rising thermals, good combination. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I want to scout more, hunt thicker stuff, hunt overlook stuff. Um, yeah, it was a good year. Learn more. I just feel like there's a lot more we can learn. Yeah. I think we're learning. Maybe. Even if we're not, um, we're banging our head against the wall in different ways. It's a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, it's always fun. Well, mostly. Sometimes it's type two fun where you, it was fun later when you look back at it, but. All right, well, didn't get to a lot of enough. public land this year. That was one of my regrets. Did we even get a, get on any? I don't know if we did. Yeah, we went over to that one place that one day that one and tried to cross the river. Oh, yeah, that's right. still think that's a good spot. And that's that one of the places too. I would yeah. like to go and scout. More. Yeah, yeah. We need to get um, some uh, neck waders over there or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we can do some uh, our Missouri trip this year. You have You're talking about going... Out the spring to do some shed hunting in the west. Possibly. The upper Midwest. Yeah. And uh, maybe do some turkey hunting if I can. I don't think I'm going to do that. I, I think you should. The more so, I've thought about it, the, the more I think that's a bad idea. <laughs> I don't like turkey hunting that much anyway. Anyway. But so, yeah, and, it would kind of be a, a... Possibly kind of a scouting trip for yeah. the fall. You think you might have a slot... I might try to do Early something first of September. September, but it's a, also a stupid time around the farm here. So right. We we'll have see. tentative plans to, I mean, we always kind of hope we can go to Missouri. We haven't finalized anything. We have yeah. to see how things go this summer, I guess. But yeah. that's always a fun trip. And uh, hopefully tag out in Virginia as well, three bucks each. I don't know if you want to tag out. It's a long season. You have I know. a lot of fun towards the end of the season, too. I know. That's true. But it is always nice when the first Saturday in January comes around. And you I can don't know. Move on to other things. It's all good, but it has to end at some point. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. And maybe uh, it for the year. Yeah. Who no knows? Idea. Yep. And we'll be back sometime, but maybe. This is a way of. <laughs> preserving these memories for ourselves in the future yeah if so you should probably some, feel a little bad about listening into this private conversation <laughs> if for some odd reason you want to uh i don't know listen to the other episodes or um find out any more information about us you can head over to vahuntingbros.com and that's it okay see you next time <laughs>